Hey guys, thanks for clicking on play and welcome to a serious conversation. Hey guys, hope you're having an amazing day and if you're not, let's try and make it a little bit... Wait, what's going on? What's that sound? Who's it? Hello? Can you guys hear me? Yo, Hey guys, welcome to another episode of a serious conversation with Shewa. Only that today I'm your host, Dayo Moyo. Yes, that's because for the first time in the history of this podcast, I successfully have Shewa on the hot seat. Today we are going to be considering another series, but this like a series you've never heard on this podcast before because it is the life and times and thoughts of Adeshewa. Are you ready? Let's get into it. <laughs> How are you today, I'm very good, thank you. It's so good to be here. Right, it's great to be speaking with you. I'm pumped. My blood is hot. Like, let's just get this started already. How are you? I'm fine. I'm good. Just right. chilling. Right, right, right. So there are two questions I would like to ask before I get into this proper. The first okay. one is that I discovered that your full name is Adeshola Adeshewa Adesonya. Do you walk all yes. the day long with crown on your head? <laughs> I wish. I wish. Right. But have you ever thought of, do you have a nickname that has to do with that name? Because is it a coincidence? Probably you were born to be a queen. I think so. I think my dad wanted a princess. I'm my dad's princess, so I guess it's fitting. I was actually named after my dad. My dad is called Adiola and me, I'm Adisola. Right. Then the second one before we get into it is that I listened to one of your podcast episodes and you said that you don't do movies. Um, so why don't you do movies? Is it that you don't watch movies or you just don't consider doing movies on this podcast? Um, I actually, I watch a lot of movies, funny enough. It's just that it's a lot of i feel like um analyzing a whole movie is i don't know if it takes it takes more for me but i'm actually more of a serious person i don't know i've always been more of a serious person but i wouldn't mind because people have been asking me to do movie reviews so i wouldn't mind like doing an um starting like having another podcast where i do just movie reviews but if i do movie reviews on a serious conversation that defeats the whole purpose of the name so i decided just series for now Right. So tell me, where, where did all this begin? When did you start falling in love with with movies and series and films? Uh, I've always been in love with series. When you say oh, that, ever since I was a kid. <laughs> when you say ever that, I was a kid. It's like when you're six months old. <laughs> no. Ever since I was a kid, I used to watch like all those Disney shows and Nickelodeon. I think that's how it started for me, watching like Disney series and Nickelodeon series. Like I was really obsessed. And then as I grew up, I was like, oh, there are other series out there. So I just like started expanding my um, my views and like watching different type of, there's no type of series I do not watch. I watch crime, I watch love, I watch um, um, historical series, I watch um, drama, I watch comedy, I watch anything. As long as it's series, I watch it. Right, but I, I, I heard you mention in another of your episodes that 
you wanted to be a um, pediatrician. So I'm thinking by watching um, films, did it affect what you wanted to be as in do as a career? And how did that play out for you as an individual? Uh, not really, because I know how to like manage my time. It, when I wanted to be a pediatrician, it was basically because, like, you know, when you're literally like, oh, I want to be a doctor, I want to be a lawyer, this, this, this. and I always wanted to be like a doctor for kids because I love kids so much. But like growing up, and like, I just like, I just like thought, sat down and thought about it about how like it's such a long process, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to do that and go to like college for like eight years and then medical school and internships and I feel like watching Grace Anatomy was like enough medicine for me so I was like no and then I fell in love with um, geology and I'm really happy that I actually chose it because like it's been really it's been a really good experience firstly. Right now let's talk about growing up because it just gives me a sense of direction into this story. Talk to me mm-hmm. about you've mentioned that um you watched a lot of film growing up i did not and till now i'm not really into films but i i would I, I feel like it's an interesting story so talk to me about your background growing up and your love for things can we just do that yeah of course um so uh, i grew up with my brother and my sister and my parents i had a really happy childhood um, I guess everybody everybody has like one thing or other, but like I really liked my childhood. My parents were always there for me and they supported me like no matter what I did. Like me and my siblings fought obviously as all siblings do, but like we were always there for each other. We always had each other's back. Each other's back, sorry. And I just feel like and growing up I actually had like self-esteem issues. I don't know what caused it, but like it was like out in the world. I didn't have like the confidence I had with my family. So my family was kind of like um, my protector. They were my protector. They were always there for me, always there to hype me up no matter what. So they really helped me in also like push, like even like starting the podcast, like they really pushed me to do it. So it just like, I just had a really supportive family and I have like amazing friends that really like helped me and supported me throughout my life so i'm just really grateful for that right now talking about self-esteem um you mentioned twice at least for the episode i did listen to your to your episodes and uh, <laughs> <laughs> i discovered that you mentioned twice the issue of your size in two different podcast okay. episodes now did you have issue with that I, I i'm just curious anyway it might be no yeah i did I did. Um, it, I think it was just like a societal thing because, like, when I look back now at pictures, I was like, "Oh, actually, it wasn't that big." So it's it, it's just funny to me. I was like, "Why would I let like people get into my head?" And I don't know, cause like you know how them there are a lot of skinny girls in school and stuff, and I just feel like I wasn't like enough. But uh, my self esteem and my self confidence has really, really grown, and I'm the, I, it's something I worked on. It, it took a lot out of me. But I worked on it and I'm so much better at where I am right now and I accept myself just the way I am. Right. Um yesterday I was watching um a YouTube video by Koti EO where she was I think someone commented on a video um, saying that she should try to eat more because she's very skinny. And then she mm-hmm. was saying that even as a skinny person, do you think I want to be skinny? And um I also want to add weight and this kind of thing but talk to me 
you mentioned that it was something that you had to deal with i'm kind of curious because i think this is where the gem is especially for people listening to to this episode how what was the process like for you when did you accept that fact that this is who i am i can't particularly change this and um it's not all that i am how did that process go for you and how were you able to at least come to that place where you accept that i would not allow anyone to define me by this uh if i'm being totally honest it took it was recent very recent about like two years ago when i started like accepting myself because like my friends used to tell me like oh this girl, you're not even big like i mean you've not even seen fat and i'm like are you guys looking at me and then I realized I was affecting like a lot of my like I had um an eye surgery about like four or five years ago and then when before you have surgery you're supposed to make it like a, a therapist like see your state of mind before you go into surgery and like after it and then that was when the therapist was like um obviously I had self-esteem issues and like like I, sh- I need to work on it and that was like when it started like kicking in okay like this is something I had to work on and I started like researching and um like okay like body dysmorphia and like how we allow like society pressure to like affect how we see ourselves and the way we see ourselves isn't really how we really are and like we need to accept ourselves the way we are no matter how you are and and honestly because when i talk about it sometimes people always think like i'm just going to talk about tiktok quickly because like there's a lot of body positivity on tiktok and i just joined tiktok like last year and like i just i saw people that were bigger than me and they were like so positive in themselves and they were they accepting themselves and i saw it as it i was like if this person can accept who they are like who am i not to accept that and then i started going to therapy and i spoke to my therapist about it and then we've been working on it and like working on me accepting myself it was really hard to like you know remove that notion that's always always been at the back of my mind and that voice has always been at the back of my mind and like oh that is some oh you can't wear certain things you can't do certain things because you're a big girl but like ah uh, it just really helped me go through it and this, i didn't even know <laughs> it's actually kind of tough to talk about and it just i just want to say like i'm really grateful to the people that were there for me my parents especially my dad has been like my support and my mom and my friends they've always been there always telling me like this this isn't all your weight isn't all you are and we need to stop like allowing the numbers of on the scale to like define who you are basically right now um talk to me about the eye surgery part of your of your story was it in any way defining of of or does it have any impact in your story if you were to tell your story to your grandkids 15 Uh, 25 years from today can you just take me through that episode and experience of your life oh that was it was uh growing up i had a squint which is basically like um a wandering eye um so it's like when i'm looking at someone that was like oh are you talking to me are you looking at me and i was like that was one of the things that affected my self-esteem which made me it wasn't until after that people started telling me like oh this is like you look down a lot like i i don't i didn't like meeting new people because i feel like when i'm talking to them they're like oh oh you're talking to me and i'm like yeah i'm talking to you it's like oh you're not looking at me and I was like, and it made me not want to meet people. It made me not want to look up at people. It made me look so very timid. And I think that's also something that made people think they could walk over me and like treat me anyhow. 
and I allowed it because I was like, oh, I can't defend myself because then I have to look at them and they have to see oh, how my eyes were. And the reason, and we never considered surgery, but at this time, um, I was going to get my passport renewed and um, we're about to take the picture. And then the guy that was taking the picture, funny enough, had, had like, his eyesight was actually worse than mine. <laughs> funny enough. And he was like, look at the camera. I was like, I'm looking at the camera. And then it was like, no, look straight. Look for us. Like, I'm looking. Then my dad had to explain that. Oh, she has a screen. She, she's actually looking at you, but her eyes look like that. Um, the funny thing is that my parents never noticed it. They, like, I was talking to this about this thing with my mom like last week, and she was like, she never noticed it. Was, like people told her, like to her, I was always perfect. I was like, but I noticed it. Like people outside noticed it. So that's when we decided that okay, let's go see uh, a doctor and like see how if there's anything that can be done to fix it. And then they asked if I wanted to have the surgery, and they were like, I have to do it like every ten years to like correct it in case it like slides back because apparently one eye is weaker than the other and I was like yeah let's do it and I went through the whole process and it was really painful and it was like one of the most <laughs> I don't want to say traumatic but it was really stressful really stressful going into surgery and the surgery honestly it felt like it was like 10 seconds because <laughs> it was laser eye and like once they put me on that it felt like i woke up immediately after so i didn't feel anything until like the day after the surgery um and then i couldn't use my eye for like about two months my left eye that is i couldn't use it for about two months and i had to like get accustomed to like using one eye i had like a an eye patch and it was really hard in school but i feel like once it got better once it healed and it was so much better like everybody noticed the difference and it really helped me like okay i was able to start looking people in the eye and it's not like it's great it's not like it's the eyes that my eyes are perfect now but at least i have confidence in looking i can look people in the eye and talk to them now so i guess it actually really helped me with my self-esteem yeah, so how young were you were you in the university or or what were you no i was in ss3 i was like 16, 16, 17 when I had surgery. Wow, it must have been really hard because if you were older, it probably might be an age factor might play into it in which you are able to to um, pull yourself together. Yeah. Right. But um, first and foremost, I want to mention that thank you for sharing that story because personally, when I saw you on Saturday, if you've not said this thing, I was like, oh, this lady is very jovial. I was like, I love the, your personality. In fact, even in your, you. I was trying to say, probably I will tell you this after the interview, but I've been listening to your episode. I just left it. It just kept going from one, um, from one episode to the other. And like I said, I don't really watch films, but I love the way you spoke, engage with whoever I was speaking with. I'm like, I can listen to this all this, even though I wouldn't go to watch the film, but your review of the film, <laughs> I can just keep listening to it all this and i really know that for you to be able to come away from where you said you did not have a lot of self-esteem to this point in your life it's a really big leap and i just need to kind of mention it to you so you just know how i feel about it so well oh, done thank you thank you so much right let's move <laughs> I to this cry that's right okay <laughs> right let's move to the next question you um i remember you talked about kindness how you're very kind and then people would want to walk over you 
and then in one of yeah. the review you had with a friend of yours you also mentioned that the character was that kind of person i'm just wondering have you ever seen yourself in a character of a movie like you see yourself like you see this character and you're like well this person has so much um alike we are kind of alike in some sense has that ever happened uh, i feel like it happens like a lot of times but i don't if don't ask me who per se because like i don't remember but i know i've like identified with like a lot of characters i'm like oh don't do that don't be dumb don't be like me <laughs> But like I know it has happened like so many times, me and then fine with the character. But like I've watched like so many series, so I can like really like <laughs> say which one per se. Right. But tell me, why did you even start the podcast? You could have been watching your film and be cool with it, eat popcorn with friends, go to the cinemas. Why did you decide to <laughs> you start guess. um the podcast um, um at all? Uh this actually started last year during um COVID. And you know, during COVID, people were like, oh, all people were at home and like um, watching Netflix and stuff, looking for new series to watch. And like my friends know, like everybody that knows me knows that I watch series like really just this. I was getting a lot of texts like, can you recommend series, new series to watch? Sure, please. Can I have a series to watch? What are you watching right now? And I'm like, you know what? let me start this thing and then i thought about it and then i was like nah that was like beginning of covid like during march and then i was like no maybe not i shouldn't like who's gonna listen i had like so many doubts around june i was ill i had like malaria or something and then i was in a bed throughout and i was watching three series simultaneously i was watching little fires everywhere insecure and i think this is us so I was watching three of them at the same time, and then I was like, and as I was watching these fires everywhere, I just had so many things to say. I was like, ah, what? And like, cause I was in bed, and like everybody was like giving me space in my in my house, cause like I was ill, and like no one likes to stress me that I'm ill, cause I'm a baby. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I need to tell people about this. Like people need to watch this. I was like, how can I make people watch it and see what I see? And then I was like, you know what? I'm actually going to start this. And then I spoke to my dad about it. He was like, you know what, just do it. Like, the worst thing that can happen is that you wouldn't have listeners. And I'll, or if you have just one listener, it's be me. <laughs> so my dad was like, I should do it. And my brother was like, yes, do it. Like, you always have the best series. I spoke to my friends. I was like, I have this idea. Would you would you listen? She was like, yes, sure, why not? My best friend, like, helped me. Like, okay, you know what, let's do this, let's do this. Like, okay, like, figure out how you want to do it, how you're going to be recording and stuff. And then next thing I knew, I was making the cover art. I was like submitting the, uh, I made the trailer episode. I was like, wow, I'm really doing this. And that was how we all started. So how has been the experience thus far? Really, really amazing. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie because like, I've gotten so many feedbacks. Like I have like, like the first time I went on my analytics, I didn't used to go to my analytics before because I was like, it's put like so much pressure on me. And then I started like um, seeing where I had listeners. I was having listeners in Germany, in in, um, in Sudan, in Iran. I was like, what? Why are people listening? Why are you all listening to this? I have people in Canada, in France listening, in the UK, in Russia, in Cote d'Ivoire. I was like, what? And it just like encouraged me. And like people now kept on like coming like, oh, this is why, um, 
or whatever. Like, I, ha- I mo- I'm going to watch this series because she said it's interesting. Oh, this is actually you know, it's like, oh my god, why do you have the same point of view as me? And I've been getting like people I don't even know even text me on my Instagram, like DM me, like, oh, there was this last week. Um, no, I don't remember which episode, which show I did. I think it was Jeannie and Georgia. I posted it, and then somebody was like, oh my god, I'm waiting for you to do this. This random person that I don't know, she's like, I'm waiting for you to do this show. Thank you so much. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, I'm like, getting like feedback for so many people is just amazing. And seeing people repost it, like on their status, on their Instagram, it just like gives me like so much love. And people don't really know what it, how amazing it has been, like seeing other people do this. And it's just been awesome. And I'm just really grateful to everybody that supported me so far. Right. Let me put you on the spot. Um, do you have a best series? It's actually, actually it's so hard. <laughs> uh, I would say my all-time favorite is actually Great Dramatum because uh, it has 17 seasons and I've seen season 1 to 16 four or five times. Are you for me? Yes. <laughs> wow. Four or five times. And no matter what, like I know what's going to happen but I'm still going to cry. <laughs> I'm still going to be shocked when it happens and I know it, I'm expecting it. But like, I don't know, that show is my favorite show and I'm still going, I'm going to make another episode on it because season 17 just ended and I was like, oh, we have to do another review coming up. <laughs> but why do you love it so much? Do you know? I don't really know. Maybe it's cause like, it's giving me the medicine that I never had, I never got to do. Maybe, I don't know. It has so much drama. It has everything in it. There's drama, there's violence, there's tears, there's love, there's hatred. Everything you need is in Grey's Anatomy, basically. What's the storyline like? It's following the, um, the lives of the surgeons in the hospital, their love lives and their relationships with other doctors. And it's basically following Meredith Grey, who is the daughter of this renowned surgeon that um, that she she had like um, Alzheimer's but she didn't want anyone to know that she was sick and stuff and then she ended up dying and Meredith now we are, we're following Meredith and her friends as they go from interns to um, the, um, doctors surgical um, doctors and how they are picking their specialties how they fall in love with each other how they break up how they marry each other how they sleep with each other so it's just, it's just like a lot of craziness and like a lot of drama. There's this episode when there was a hospital shooting. There was one when there was a bomb inside someone's stomach. It's just a lot. Right, but um, the, the, there's something that just keep coming to my mind when I was listening to your episode. It's like, how did she even? Re- how does she even remember all the names of these guys? Do you write it down <laughs> or something? Or it just comes naturally like that. I, when I want to do an episode, it depends really. If it's a new new series, I record as soon as I finish. As soon as I finish. As soon as I finish, I record. But if it's like older series, I usually like, I'm used to them. Like Grey's Anatomy, I don't have to remember the names because I've been watching them for years. So I know everyone's names. And like, there are some series that do that. And if I don't remember, I just like Google it. Like, no one's going to fight me on that. Right. Right, but has there been a, a series you watched? I know you mentioned there were some series you said you did not love or the story was not, but what's your all-time mess series? 
this series there, a lot of people love it. So I feel like I'm going to get hit from it. Because when I was watching, I was like, okay, is that all? <laughs> is um, the Queen's Gambit. I did not get it. I was like, it's just chess for first day. Stop it. It's just a lot of chess. I and mean, I was just bored out of my mind. And like, I watched it to the end, yes. Just because like, I wanted to do a review of it. But I was like, if I do this review, people are going to come for me. Because like, it was like everybody loved this series. I was like, why don't I love it? But I just didn't, I didn't like it. Maybe it's because I didn't like chess. It's not like I even hate chess. It's just quite boring in my opinion. I might eventually do an episode on it. Because like the hype has died down now. So I might do an episode on it. But if you want to come for me, you would just I would just not reply your DMs. Because right. I've learned how to not let people's words affect me. It's, it has been part of my journey. Like you are allowed to say what you want to say. <laughs> and you can go home. Bye. <laughs> yeah. So the question is, now there's something about doing reviews because it's about yeah. you putting out an opinion and um mm-hmm. i want to believe that people that do that are really kind of bold individuals because in this part of the world sometimes especially if your opinion is kind of kind of people kind of come for you are you able to find that courage are you like an opinionated person and are you able to stand and say this is what i believe it might be it might not be in line with what you believe you can go do your show but this is what i believe and this is what i'm going to say and has there been any time you kind of double check yourself and you're like no i'm not going to put this out yet because i don't feel really confident about putting my thoughts out there um yes i'm actually quite opinionated because but one thing i always say is that everybody's entitled to their, their opinion my opinion is different from your opinion because everybody's background is different my upbringing is different from yours so the way i'll see something is going to be different from the way you see something so and that is allowed and i always say um in my podcast like i hope you agree with me and if not and if not you can go start your own podcast and talk about it right you're not going to come for me on my own platform like if you don't want to listen i'm literally not forcing anybody to listen because before i used to bring out podcasts based on like oh what people are watching but like now nah, i just do it based on what i like and yeah, I think the, I, as I mentioned, Queen's Gambit. I didn't want to talk about it because I feel like a lot of people are going to come for me about it. Because I feel like it will be really sensitive at that moment when it just came out. Next question I would like to ask you is: For me, as a person, I would always keep wondering: How do you find the time to do all that things and still watch series? Because I know it's a whole lot of time to keep up with this series. How are you able to balance your the other part of your life as well as? Um, watching series and films. Let me tell you the secret. Okay, so I watch on my phone and I watch on my laptop. So if I'm doing anything, like if I'm going to the kitchen to cook, I take my phone with me and then I continue. Well, it's like most times I don't have to like look at what's happening because like if it's a series, I already like I'm like episode five, so I'm already used to everybody's voices and stuff. So I don't have to like look except it's like something really important that's happening. So once I'm listening, I'm understanding everything that's happening. So I can multitask, I can watch series and do other things. Right. Now let's go back to your story. I was transitioning. I know you said you studied geology. I was transitioning mm-hmm. from the secondary school to the tertiary institution. And then actually, finally, no. sorry for cutting you short, but finally mm-hmm. even studying geology because 
I don't know, many even secondary school students do not even know that a course like geology exists. So how was that? I actually didn't know. Right, so talk to me about it. Um, I was still of the opinion I was going to do medicine until like a few months. Um, but when I did my, when I wrote my exam, I went to Afebabalala University. I just finished. Uh, I went to Afebabalala University and when I wrote the exam, I didn't get medicine, but I got nursing and they said that after like a year of nursing, I could like change to medicine. And then I was like, mm. I don't know, and I also got geology. So they gave me like a list of other courses I could do, and then move to medicine eventually if I wanted to. And then I was like, you know what? And I did research on like all the other um, courses, and I was like, you know what? This geology really stood out for me because like I didn't actually know anything about geology. But the months leading up to me accepting, once I got my letter of admission, I was like, you know what? Let me just. And I started like introducing myself to the course and like, oh, okay, it's actually not bad. And I saw that it was actually quite wise and there was there's actually medical geology, funny enough. And I was like, you know what, let's just, let me just see what this course is all about. Cause like my dad is an engineer and I was like, and not that he forced me, he was like, he, he explained what geology was to me. And I was like, I was interested in petroleum geology and I was like, you know what, yeah, let's do it. And I picked the course and I met amazing people and I loved the course. Like the course gave me, I had so many adventures because we went, it's like a field work course. So we had to so many field trips. We went to different parts of Nigeria and we're like, I was seeing like things and like now I can't travel. But if I look at a rock now, I was like, oh, this is sedimentary rock. <laughs> oh, this is Ignace rock. And I can name like types of rock. And like it's annoying when I do like road trips with my, my brother or something. They're like, we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like now it just gave me like another view of the world. And I was, I'm really glad I did it. Right, so now in terms of career, how do you think it would play out? Do you have an, I know it's, it's life happens, but for now, do you have an idea of how career would play out for you? Yeah, I I did my internship at Total when I was in year three and I worked as a petroleum geologist and it was just, that was it for me. I was like, this is what I want to do. But at the moment, I'm actually studying like um, social media courses. I'm doing social media courses because I've been working with this um, NGO and I've been the assistant social media director. And so like that's giving me another insight into something that I'm interested in also. So it's just a lot. Like I haven't like fully decided. I'm into both of them honestly but like i feel like i want to do the um the course i'm doing i just want to do it and have the experience that i'm getting and then eventually i still want to work in the oil industry all right so does that mean you are yet to graduate or you already you've already graduated oh no i'm I'm done (laughs) i'm done but i'm working for an ngo right now right now um i want to ask this question because i know this is a serious podcast but we are talking about you here do you watch Korean films? And if yes, because for some weird reason, I've discovered <laughs> that K-Dramao, <laughs> I think that is what it's called. I hope I'm right. For, I, I yes, guess you're right. Right. Now, people who are into that, um, I don't know what you call it. Is it genre or what? Or type yeah. of country of, mo- of movie. For some reason, they just fall in love with Korean culture 
and everything about <laughs> Korea, the language. God, <laughs> it feels like you're coming for me. I don't know. What, I don't know how you know all this. <laughs> Do y'all spy in my house? I don't like this. <laughs> I actually love Korean drama. But I have, I have like, if you do K-drama, I'm not going to see your podcast again. I'm like, you guys, I actually love K-drama. I'm watching, like, three at the moment. So, and yes, I'm in love with Korean culture. When I make noodles in my house, I use chopsticks to eat it. It's really bad. I taught myself how to use chopsticks. I eat noodles with chopsticks in my house. And I speak Korean to my parents. Like, mm. like when I say good morning or good night, like, they're used to it now. When I say good morning, good night, or like enjoy your food, like when I say anyo seo, I'm like, <laughs> or like oh, cha cha so, or anyo, or like things like that. I'm like, Aisha. <laughs> I always like, it comes out like randomly. And I actually tried learning Korea the other, like last year using Duolingo, but like I'm lazy, so I couldn't, but like I've gotten a lot just for watching like K-drama. And I eventually wanted to visit Korea because I actually love their culture right now talk about um is it nollywood nigeria is nollywood bar yeah <laughs> do you watch nollywood <laughs> no but there's a reason there's a reason before people come for me the reason why i don't watch nigeria movies is one i grew up watching nigeria movies my mom watches a lot still days my mom watches like a lot my mom can watch like three Yoruba movies in a day and that's like the least of it and she's doing it while she's doing it she's multitasking so i think that's where i got that from so i watched a lot of that growing up because you know you watch what your parents are watching sometimes and i got so tired of it and they are so predictable like there was this other day my mom was watching a movie and i was in my room and at the beginning i was like wait this girl is obviously going to do this, this, this. and then i was like okay bye and i let and she called me she's like how did you know that this was it i was like movie nigerian movies are so predictable like I can predict the end from the beginning, from the songs they sing. It's so predictable. And I was like, yeah, I'm not down for all that kind of life that I already know what's gonna happen. I like suspense. I like suspense. I like not knowing what's going to happen. And honestly, Nigerian movies are quite boring. Like, I'm sorry. But I know that there are some that are really, really good. I know. But right. not they're not a lot. Right. Now talk to me about the your best actor or actress someone you watched in a film and you're like just all over the person going to check more about his or her life and the rest of that i can't pick a particular person because i always like google everybody once i'm done with a series <laughs> always just like for that i go on youtube my youtube is so bad because <laughs> because it has been so cool i feel like they know now when i'm done with the series because it just pops up like my suggestion link somebody's watching me <laughs> because once i'm done watching the series and i okay i google this once i go on youtube they're not showing and i watch like behind the scenes of a lot of shows every show i watch i always like watch the behind the scenes and that is one of the things that made me like immune to horror movies. I've not seen a horror movie that has scared me in like years. Wow. Do you think like your love for films and movies, because this is more than just enjoying yourself in terms of watching the, the movie itself or the series itself. Do you think you will be doing anything related to real movie, maybe writing, scripting, producing, uh, something more than podcasting in the future? 
I actually write. I, I have like I've written like three books. Some of them are like <laughs> published them or something. But like I write a lot, like a whole lot. And I have like a friend that's kind of like my editor that like goes through it with me. But like yeah, I wouldn't mind. Ah, that's like the biggest accolade. Like if my book my book gets turned into a movie or series, that would be like so crazy. Like the other day, I was trying to sleep and I started like imagining um a book that I wanted to write. It was like kind of like a murder series, and I just know. And now it's gone. I'm actually quite sad. I tried thinking about it last night, but I couldn't remember what it was. Right, but do you think that somehow, like I'm just imagining also that you would have done better in the art department or you just felt like this is just like an aside kind of thing for you? No, my mom says it every single time. She was like, you're not a science student. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why you chose science. My mom's always saying, she's like, she'll go and like acting and stuff because I'm really so extra. My mom was like, just go and act. Why, why, why? What are you doing in the house? Go and act, go and do something it's your creativity and i'm really so creative and i like that about myself but like it's not like i've not i've never like thought about it like a professional sense really but when you were choosing a the department to go into in mm-hmm. secondary school what informed your decision to to go for science honestly i just always wanted to be a doctor <laughs> since i was like there was this time I went to my uncle's hospital in Ibadan and I just saw him working with kids and that, that was when I was like, yes, that's what I want to do. <laughs> I want right. to be a pediatrician, yeah. So like, I guess I, I grew out of that phase and then went into like biology. But like, if I want something, I would go for it. So. <laughs> you wish I never so. actually considered art. You know the reason why I didn't consider art? is because they had to do government and economics and I hate those two subjects. I was like, no, I'm not interested in anything that has to do with government. Right, makes sense. Makes sense. Now, lastly, before I ask you to say whatsoever you want to say to your listeners, now, I don't think I would complete this episode without asking this question. So sometimes I kind of um, watch films, sometimes, Mm -hmm and then you kind of begin to act the way the characters act <laughs> probably <laughs> in the first few days or few weeks yes is that your experience too yes 100 <laughs> percent. yes like my, my character changes like every two days and like my parents are used to it i feel so bad for them because they do a lot from me because i'm the only person at home because my brother doesn't live out anymore and my sister so they have to deal with me every day and me watching new series and finishing them and i adopt the characters and i become the characters it's just a lot for them to handle right but this does this um affect your relationship with people aside your parents probably oh no friends and the rest. <laughs> I know, I think, I feel like my friends are used to me now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, last question. That was not my last question. It was just okay. priming me, priming me <laughs> to my last question. Now, right. one thing about film is that they pick a character because like you write, I also write, I do spoken word, I write poetry, I write series also. Now, you pick a character and then sometimes you try to you, you, for la- I'm trying to say that word nice, Sapamilori. <laughs> you try to humanize <laughs> the, the character and make it like the ideal character. 
and that's why sometimes they pick a slim lady and try to make it the ideal now in terms of picking a life partner do you think that washing films might have created an ideal in your mind of who your perfect prince should be i don't think who do you mean like what he looks like what he looks like his idea the way he acts those kind of things um i don't think what he looks like um i don't think it affects what he looks like but i think it affects what like a certain standard that a guy should be able to like reach because most of these things are based on real people's experiences and real people's life which means like there are people that are out there doing this and doing the most for their girls so like yeah you should be able to do the most for me right right i get that now last question um Uh, everything is the last question yes this is the final final last question now last question let me say it again so you can hear last question listeners um it's your show you have the mic uh i just want to say thank you to everybody that's listening it's been a year now um the anniversary is actually july 11th i'm going to bring out this episode on july 11th when i'm posting it uh i'm really really so happy and thank you so much for the journey for the um feedback that everybody has given to me it's been a ride and thank you for making me have so much fun doing something that i love and i love recommending and reviewing series for you and just basically thank you you guys you guys have made my entire year this past um how many months how many episodes i've put out you guys have listened and you've given me feedback it's just been amazing i'm really really grateful for everything you guys have done and you guys have made me meet amazing people through this so i'm just thankful and grateful and thankful to god for being able to just keep giving you guys what you need so thank you once again right what a way to end this episode thank you very much for the opportunity <laughs> and giving me thank you so privilege much to speak with you on your podcast i do not take it for granted thank you for sharing your story with me also of course thank you so much yeah That is all for today's episode. Special thanks to Daya Moyo for taking his time out to hack into my podcast. I really appreciate it. Please be sure to go check out his podcast called This Is The Future, which is available on all podcast platforms. And I will also drop a link to his Instagram and his podcast in the podcast notes. Please go show him some love. On that note, thank you all for listening. Welcome to season two. Talk to you soon. Bye.